Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Clutter. Does it define you or defy you? When you walk into a room, do you see piles and opportunities or do you see piles and organization? What about your mind? Is it a cluttered mess or neat and organized? Do you get time each day with the supernatural organizer of your life to declutter your day? Or do you just jump in and wade through the clutter mess? There's a, there is virtual clutter on your computer, actual clutter likely in your garage and your home, memory clutter in your brain, and supernatural clutter too. Which one befuddles you on a day-to-day basis? Today in iWorkRam, we get a chance to talk with an expert declutterer. Barbara Hempel. She helps Christian organizations clean the clutter for Christ's sake. We're hoping this conversation inspires you to clear your personal clutter for the same reason. Barbara Hempel, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much, Jim. I'm Martha. I'm thrilled to be here. How did you get started decluttering? In uh, 1978, my first husband and I moved to New York City from India, where we had lived for almost five years and had adopted three Indian orphan children, and one of whom had special needs. And my husband worked in New York City for a nonprofit, and it wasn't enough to pay for living expenses in New York. So it's like, okay, I need to work, but I need to have, I want to put these children first, and I need to find something that is a problem in the world that I can solve that people will pay me for. So I sat on the, and this came out of a workshop that I did at Riverside Church in New York City, actually. And I sat on the playground and I heard people talking about disorganization, about clutter, about not eating off the dining room table in a month because it was piled full of paper or not being able to file their income taxes because they couldn't Mm -hmm. find the receipt or fighting with their spouse about the clutter on the kitchen counter. Right. And we come back, we'll get to hear the rest of that story as we talk with Barbara Hemphill. Check her out online, barbarahemphill.com. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform, and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. As we're talking with Barbara Hempill, love for you to check her out online, barbarahemphill.com. Barbara, you were just getting, talking about how you're, you, you were moving to New York City with your three adopted children and you had to have a job that would give you flexibility but would also solve a problem that people would pay you to solve and you end up being a, a super duper declutterer in so many different ways. Well, I ran an ad in a New York City newspaper. I took money out of the gro- $7 out of the grocery money to run this little ad, which is a big deal because I used to walk 20 blocks because I didn't have 50 cents for the bus. Mm. And the ad said disorganized. I organize closets, files, kitchens, you name it, call Barbara Hemphill. And my first client was a woman 55 years old whose husband was an attorney and had died very suddenly. And she didn't have any idea all the piles of paper. He'd left piles of paper everywhere at Mm. home and at his office. And she was my first client and she didn't know it. And to promote the business, I would go to PTAs and church groups and garden clubs And I would tell stories on, you know, here's 10 ways to organize your kitchen or 10 ways to organize your kids or 10 ways to get organized for Christmas. And um, then I moved. I was only in New York a few months. We moved to Washington, D.C. 
And uh, there was a magazine there called The Washingtonian. I called them and I said, I've just moved here from New York City and I have a service that I think would be of interest to your readers. Uh, and they did a little story in The Washingtonian magazine and that kind of uh, just got it rolling. But I found very quickly that the number one organizing problem was, and in many cases still is, paper. Mm. And people would ask me, how long do you keep and in those days, it was the bank statements because we used to get the canceled checks all wrapped up in these big fat envelopes. Right. And I didn't know the answer. I said, I don't know the answer, but I'll go to the library and see if I can find a book that tells people how long to keep different papers, taxes and things like that. And there was nothing. And I thought that was amazing because it didn't matter whether you earned $18,000 a year or $800,000 a year. You needed to know that. So I wrote a book called Taming the Paper Tiger and ultimately became known as the Paper Tiger Lady. I love that. So tell our listeners and ourselves, was your has your faith always been interwoven into this passion or um, at what point did it become that way? Well, I grew up in a Christian home, uh, you know, went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. Um, but then I went through a crisis. The first husband that I was married to uh, when we were in New York decided that he didn't want to be married anymore. Uh, and my marriage came to an end and I was just devastated. No one in my family had ever been divorced before. Uh, and I was really concerned about it. And I went to a Christian counselor and one of the questions she said to me, um, was, okay, Barbara, you have a blank slate now. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And I said, I really don't have a clue. I said, I was Mrs. Tom and I expected to be Mrs. Tom for at least five decades and uh, I don't I don't know. And she made a statement that was life changing for me and which relates to clutter and which I use all the time in my with my clients, which is let's start with what you don't want. Oh. And so I began to say, OK, I don't want a bad relationship with my ex-husband, and et cetera. And I, I began to build. So my faith played a really, really important part. And I quickly learned going into people's homes that I wanted people to feel the love of Jesus from me, whether I ever mentioned his name. And I didn't mention his name for literally decades. I've been, this is my 43rd year of doing this. And for probably the first three decades, I never talked much about my faith. But one of the things that's fun about getting older is you get a lot braver. And, and you also realize how important this is, you know, that we are at a time in our history now where the word needs to be spread. Um, and so I've been able to do that in, in many, many different ways. I always open the conversation by saying something about God. And one time someone said to me, oh, well, I don't believe much in that religion stuff. So I did not say anything else. Uh, we had a 90-day contract. Uh, I did the nine-day contract. And then at the time he told me that there's a, a greeting card that I have that says, I wouldn't ask you this if I didn't really care about you. And it's basically the story of accepting Jesus for your, as your savior. So I address that card and I put it in a file I have that tells me when to do things a certain time. And after the contract was finished, I sent that card. Mm. And for about three weeks, I didn't hear anything. And then he sent me an email and we began to have a conversation um, he hasn't changed his life to Christ, but it's opened up the conversation. And, and that's really what's important to me. How very neat. So so one of the things, you know, as you, um, I think you just said so many things. I'm just trying to think about the fact that you 
are intentionally able to do things like that throughout your um, business, but always letting people feel the love of Jesus when you're around them. And that is huge because you're you're honoring him and all that you do there. So let's talk about clutter. I was reading in something that you wrote that you said um, that clutter is postponed decisions. That's exactly right, Martha. That is what I, my whole business has been built on. And I learned it initially from closets. If you look at a closet that's full, it's because you haven't decided what to do with the clothes that you got into when you were 10 pounds lighter, but you don't know if you're going to get that way again. Mm-hmm. Or the exercise equipment that looks so wonderful on Home Shopping Network. Or the candlesticks you got from Aunt Sally, and you love Aunt Sally, but the candlesticks are not your style. But if she came for Thanksgiving dinner and they were on the table, she would just be thrilled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the same thing is true of digital. We sit down in front of email, open, close, open, close, open, close, open, close. And we don't do anything. 45 minutes later, nothing has happened except we feel more discouraged than we did when we started. So clutter is postponed decisions. Here's the key. This is what has changed my work. Uh, I have a certification program to train people to do what I do. And what makes what we do differently is we've identified that what prevents you from making decisions is emotion. When someone has trouble letting go of things, if I ask enough questions, I will always find that there has been some kind of severe emotional loss someplace in their life. I was signing books in Barnes & Noble in New York City one day, and I made that comment. And afterwards, a young man came up to me and literally had tears in his eyes. And he said, my apartment is completely full of stuff. I come home from work at night, mostly paper. He said, I start shuffling. And he said, my body feels paralyzed. And mm-hmm. then he looked at me and he said, are you telling me I have to deal with the grief of losing my mother who died when I was six before I can handle the paper? I said, I'm not a health professional, so I can't answer that. But what I can tell you from my experience is that if you will find someone that you trust, probably not a family member, might be, but probably not, but someone that you trust that can help you go through those papers to decide what you really want and need to keep. It will help solve the paper problem, and it will help deal with your emotions with your mom as well. Mm-hmm. I said that at a conference, and a woman said, well, you just saved my marriage. I said, wow, that's pretty dramatic. She said, I came to this conference with the intention of telling my husband, to whom I'm married 13 years, that I was leaving because he's a pack rat and I have allergies in the house, makes me, all the dust makes me crazy. She said, I didn't understand until today that it wasn't that he wouldn't get rid of it, but that he couldn't. Hmm. Wow. And how much of our lives, Barbara Hempel, as we talk today with you, how much do you see this clutter it pervasive throughout. I mean, you get into corporate America, you're dealing with digital uh, paralysis by clutter. You're dealing with people's homes. You're dealing with offices. I mean, clutter is everywhere and, and, and it's, and we experience it. What are the steps that, that we need to take in dealing with clutter and how does that relate to our faith? Because a lot of us have a lot of religious clutter <laughs> that we need to move past in order to just see Jesus. So how does this all work? Well, we have a five-step process that we use, which we call the productive environment process. Um, I have a company called Productive Environment Institute, and we define productive environment 
as an intentional setting in which everyone can accomplish their work and enjoy their lives. And in there, we have this five-step process. Step one, state your vision. Step two, identify your obstacles. Step three, commit your resources. Step four, design and execute your plan. And step five, sustain your success. Notice the common word is your. And the reason I can be in this industry over four decades and love it more now than when I started is that God did not create any two individuals or any two companies the same. Mm -hmm. So it's about figuring out what did God put you on earth to do? So one of the places you start is by saying, what do I want to be remembered for? And then you're going through your stuff, your clutter, whatever that is, and you're asking yourself a very important question. Does this, whatever this is, this idea, this piece of uh, physical thing or this digital, does this help me accomplish my work or enjoy my life? And if the answer is no, it's clutter and you can't afford it. Mm. I repeat that again, because I think that's one of the things the listeners might really cling to today. What this question, does this help me? Does this help me accomplish my work or enjoy my life? Mm. I believe God put us on earth to accomplish certain work, what, whatever that is. It may be being a mother. It may being a caregiver it doesn't have to be a career. I happen to believe that entrepreneurship is a gift from God. And I love to work with organizations that work with orphans because of a passion for orphans and then help them become entrepreneurs. It's a way of changing the world. But Jesus is the key to this, because if we're doing what Jesus wants us to do, then we're on the right track. So and often people don't start because they there's all the things they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So what we tell them is, here's the question. Never mind if you have to do 20 or 50 or 100 things. What is the next action you need to take? So Barbara Hempel, which you guys can find Barbara Hempel online, barbarahempel.com. How do you know God cares about clutter? Well, God talks about all the time. I had to laugh. I'll never forget. I didn't. It wasn't too long ago that I found in Samuel, there's the story of Samuel appointing Saul king. And Samuel can't find him. And Samuel says to the Lord, where is Saul? <laughs> and it says, and the Lord answered, behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. <laughs> and I nearly fell off my chair. That's the King James Version. And yes, the word stuff is in the King James Version of the Bible. That's great. So this issue of clutter has been around for a long time. And we, uh, I had a conversation. I was donating, donating some things to a nonprofit. And somebody overheard talking about clutter. And he came up to me and he said, oh, he said, I heard you say clutter. He said, we have a basement that I'm supposed to finish. But he said, I can't finish it because it has all this clutter in it and I can't get rid of it. And we talked for a while. And then at the end, I said, you know, in the Bible, it instructs husbands to love their wives. And you have told me that you're not getting rid of your clutter in that basement is affecting your life dramatically. Mm. So it's not biblical for you to keep clutter that's impacting somebody else. 
Wow. Now there's a statement. And let's finish the rest of that statement. Husbands, all you have to do is love your wives like Christ loved the church, and he would definitely clean out the basement. We're talking today <laughs> with Barbara Hempel. Please check her out online, barbarahempel.com, barbarahempel.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on, an amazing thing that's going on at Barbara's church. And she's going to also talk about the amazing giveaway that she's got coming up. But you got to stay tuned to hear all about that. In the meantime, check out Barbara online and answer at that's barbarahempel.com and ask that question of yourself. The stuff around you, on your desk, in your car, in your basement, in your garage, if you're listening here in Florida, does this help you accomplish your work or enjoy your life? Does this stuff, if it doesn't, give it away while it's still worth something. You listen to I Work Frame, we'll be right back. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in the mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manual are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. Thanks for going digital. Hey, welcome back to Our Work Room as we're talking with Barbara Hemphill. Barbara, we are so excited about this topic because, you know, a lot of people get very, they get a lot of freedom when they start to declutter and get rid of the stuff that's really, um, you know, getting in the way of what God wants them to do. So you have a giveaway and I want you to tell our listeners about it. And um, then they are, I'm going to give the listener line phone number at the end so that they know what to do about it. But what are you offering to our listeners today? Well, I've written a book called Less Clutter, More Life. And the book came because I decided that I wanted to put in a book something that if I died tomorrow, this book would be what I was about. Mm -hmm. This is what God put me on earth to do. It's a beautiful book because it's a small, small coffee table book. You can read the whole thing in, a, in an hour. But what's beautiful is my, uh, my friend and colleague did photographs. And so it's an absolutely beautiful book. You can read it in less than an hour. And the premise of the book is that physical and digital clutter is a symptom of emotional and spiritual clutter. Mm. And in it, we outline the five-step process that I mentioned earlier uh -huh. on the show that okay. you can use. And my favorite page in the book is uh, a list of what stops us, what prevents us from organizing clutter. And this is what the answers are from our, the people I've had through the years. I never have enough time. I have too much to do. I have better things to do. Organizing is boring. It's too difficult. It never lasts. I didn't create it. I have no idea what's there. I'm easily distracted and go off on tangents. I get stuck in the memories of the past. It's too emotionally draining. I want to be responsible and respectful of things I've been given. I have to take care of other people and other things in my life first. It's hard to admit I have an issue. I'm afraid to let something go. I might want it back. Mm. So listeners, if any of those resonate with you, Barbara is offering a, to give away a copy of this book. Call our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And uh, you might be able to get a copy of this book. It sounds like a great one. So thank and you. And Martha, yeah. along with that, I will also do a free 30-minute phone consultation Wow. to help people figure out how they can apply the principles in the 
book to their particular life. And that's really all that matters. The question is, what are you going to do? And I find many people in life are confused about what their vision is right now. They're in transition. Maybe they had a job Mm -hmm. and just got laid off. A wonderful way to figure out what your purpose is from God is to get rid of the clutter and he will reveal it. Oh man, that's a great one. All right, Barbara, last question. We got about a minute and a half left. You have been applying decluttering at church and you and you just finished something up really cool going on at church. Tell us about it. Yes, we did. We called it Clear Your Clutter for Christ. We met five times for one hour and it was every other week. So there was a 10-week program. People came for one hour And at the beginning, they would identify a particular project that they wanted to work on that they felt like they really could complete in 10 weeks. And we've only had the fourth class so far, and the results have been absolutely, completely exceeded my expectations. Everyone has succeeded. And not only have they changed, but so have the people around them because they've changed. So it's very, very exciting. So I'm going to be doing that kind of a program virtually here very soon. So you'll be able to find that on my website as well. Well, make sure you let us know. We'll point people to it. And also really want to know, why don't you have a show on HGTV? I mean, seriously, this is something that needs to happen. (laughs) That would be so much fun. You know, Barbara, in 20 seconds, just just go through those, those five steps one more time, really quick. Your five steps. State your vision, identify your obstacles, commit your resources, design and execute your plan, and the most important one, sustain your success and with the help of God you can and ask this question about everything you touch does this help me accomplish my work or enjoy my life and if the answer is no file it in circular file number 13 the round garbage can on your floor <laughs> Barbara Hemphill thank you so much for being on I work for him just sharing a little bit of the decluttering success story and how God's in it thank you Barbara thank you You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but definitely I I Work work For Him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number number four, him.com.